1: Here's Blackman, trying to step up and he's taken down. Christian Wilkins leading the way. McSarley throwing a deep ball, got a man, it's caught at the twenty. Deshaun Hamilton breaking a tackle. Touchdown, Nittany Lyons.
3: Love wow, stays on his feet. Bryce Love oh, pushing, driving, touchdown. Looks long, throws, ends on. Touchdown. Touchdown. touchdown,
1: Alabama, Devontae Smith. and has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by Castrol Edge. DJ Bucky here, and this is it, Buck. It's the college football preview extravaganza.
4: You know, I'm, I'm really excited about college football. I know I took a lot of hits last last year because – It's a new year. People said I wasn't focused on the college thing, and my picks came in subpar. But this year, this is it. I'm calling it. A, oh, you calling your shot? I'm winning the championship. Nice. I'm focused this year. All right, Bucky's focused, I got, everybody. I got some help. And I may, I may even, I may even be willing to plump down a little, a little bit in Vegas Whoa. based on the work that I'm doing. Whoa. Whoa. I may put All a little, right. I may put a couple coins in the dollar slots.
0: Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's that's confidence is what I like to see. Uh, you know who else was confident? Uh, well, no, I won't go there.
4: Who the uh, dude that walked out the boxing ring the
0: other that, day? No, nah, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say Michael Spinks, but that's right. okay. No, <laughs> the dude that walked out the bo- the boxing oh, ring. That, that what the was fight? that? Why did he do that? <laughs> I saw the video, but I didn't hear any of the audio. He's yeah. in the ring. They, they 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 ring the bell. and He just goes out the ropes and leaves. <laughs> <He just> what <laughs> it happened? It was
4: supposed to be a contract dispute. Like he was disappointed in the contract. Was, he wasn't. He
0: it was a statement. He wasn't scared. Yeah, it was a statement. Because I was thinking statement. that was that's probably what I would have done. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll fight him. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'll do that. And all of a sudden. Ding, like, eh. <laughs> I can do without that car. It was, good.
4: It was, it was, it was a statement.
0: All right, let's uh, let's let the folks know what's coming up. We got our picks coming up later on, which is the highlight of the episode. We've got Kent back in town uh, to contribute here on the picks. He set the games up. Um, he's already he's already used all of his inside sources uh, to see if he can win this thing for what, The third year in a row has he won this two, twice in a row? Oh, gross. Uh, so he's trying to win it three years in a row. We'll see if we can keep that from happening. Sully is is cautiously optimistic behind the glass that he's going to have a better better uh, campaign this year and finish this thing off.
2: Second place last year, S- Sully. Second place the last two years. Oh. I've, I've dropped it to Kent in the
0: title game the last two years. That's tough. It's terrible. I wish I could tell you. I feel bad for you. Um, and then uh, so we'll get the picks coming up later. Our good buddy Bruce Feldman's going to stop by. Going to talk about some of the top players in college football and some of them as it relates to them being NFL prospects. So have a great chat uh, with Bruce on the way and then uh i thought we'd start it off buck with something new we're doing we've got a a joint top 25 prospect article that's dropping i think we're gonna what are we updating this every uh, quarter or something like that
4: yeah we're we're we're, we're it's, a it's a joint thing it's a it's a ranking ranking and banking I don't know oh, yeah, we love don't to that's right always here. it's always popular
0: nfl.com slash prospect rankings you can check that out so we each produce a top 25 keep in mind uh, Buck, we still have so many guys to watch. I mean, I've just watched so, so many, few guys. Really so really just flash, this list is just, going to continue to scouting. continue to to evolve as we go along. Scan scouting, flash scouting, blink scouting, whatever you want to call it. Close um, your eyes and pick name scouting. But I thought we could uh, give the folks a little bit of a window in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, top five. So I've got my top five. You've got your top five. I thought we could kind of run through those real quick. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. I'll uh, I'll lead us off here. Number one player for me, Nick Bosa from Ohio State. Uh, look, he's it just looks just like his brother when you watch him. He is one that I've done a lot of work on over the summer. I feel good about him as a top player. Uh, I'll rip through my five buck, then hit me with yours. Ed Oliver from Houston. I'm going to talk to Bruce Feldman about him a little bit later on. Uh, he's a very special, dynamic, inside pass rusher, all about quickness. Justin Herbert I had as the number three guy who I think Ooh, is top I like quarterback. That. I know a guy that you love there from Oregon, Raquan Davis, uh, kind of big, freaky defensive tackle. Something Alabama has has put out a lot of lately. He's the next one in line, uh, and then Rashan Gary, who to me, when I watched him, reminds me a lot of uh, of my man with the Saints coming off the edge, Cam Jordan. So uh, that's my top five: Bosa, Oliver, Herbert, Davis, Gary.
4: And now I'm with you, um, especially with the top two. Bosa and Oliver, I believe, are one and two. And then I think he can got kind of to go sideways because there's so many different guys. Justin Herbert, to me, is a guy that certainly draws enough intrigue and interest. He is a specimen. We saw him at pac yeah, Media huge. Day, just the way that he huge. throws the ball all over the yard. And he's so athletic for that size. He looks like what a prototypical quarterback should look like. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown right after him because I think he is the prototypical number one receiver. Big, physical, has great hands. This is a baseball player, plays in the MLB farm system. And then finally, 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 you know, I think we always have to have like a dark horse or someone that kind of comes. Oh, out who of nowhere. we got here? No, no. I just think Christian Wilkins is going to be a guy that we talk about a lot. It's only not a dark horse.
0: Everybody's been talking about Christian. No, Wilkins. but they're not talking about him in the top five. I'm a little. Yeah, you're higher on him than I am at this point in time. Come on, man. Do can play anywhere early. from the one to the nine? I just saw he get put on the ground a little bit. Too I, every much. now and then you
4: get turtled.
0: I just wanted to say. Every now, now and then you get turtled, but he can do a split. He did the split when he got he can do a split. knocked off the ball a couple times when he's I was so watching negative. No, so I like negative. him. I like him. We'll Look see. Look at him. what he could be. What I, he could I like be. that Clemson group. I, think, though, we'll I Clemson group. I did think, though, and we'll see how this year plays out. I think this Clemson group, there's a lot of good players. I didn't see any of those guys. I feel it's like it's overhyped. There's a little bit. A little overhyped? There's just the numbers game. There's a bunch of them. They're there's good, a bunch, bunch of, of good players. No, yeah, it's funny. Uh, that dude from Ohio State, he's better than all of them. Oh, for sure. No doubt. You're with me on that, at least. Yeah, no
4: doubt. Come on. He's up there. Now, I will say this about the Clemson crew. They are overhyped because I think they are on TV every week and people yeah. keep talking about them. And I think announcers are quick to say, oh, these guys are number one picks. Um, when it comes to some of the guys, like I think the premium for defensive tackles – Particularly, if you can be a defensive tackle that is going to be a top 10 pick, you have to be able to affect the passing
0: game. Yeah, I just didn't know Dexter Lawrence really was doing that. No, so
4: Dex, like, it's funny because it breaks my dad's heart. I was like,
0: Dad, Dad, I don't know if he's going to be a
4: first round pick. I don't know your dad coached him. My dad coached Dexter Lawrence at Wake Forest High School, and I was like, I just don't know if he's going to be a first round pick because I don't know if he'll get enough sacks to command that kind of attention. And the way that he is being played there, he's just not like a, a twitched up pass rusher inside. I don't know what the premium is. With the other guys, of all those guys, Cleland Farrell could be the guy because yeah. coming off the edge, being able to harass quarterbacks and do some of those things, like he could be in the mix. And I just have a fondness and an affinity.
0: You know the beautiful the thing is. about a joint ranking is it that a, you it, don't have it, to put people, your name on. Know, it. when people hit you up and say this is the dumbest list I've ever seen, you just say well, I. There was a lot of DJs. The votes, the votes. They, and then they come hit me. Like, How do you have this guy in there? I'm like I don't know. Bucky was wrong on. Him. He rated really <laughs> him wrong. I had him right. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, anyway, so you can check that out again. The website is nfl.com/slash/prospect rankings. You'll see uh, the the DJ Bucky top 25 joint. Uh, effort there on the NFL.com website. Let's take a moment to bring you a message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everybody knows about the risks of driving drunk. You can get in a crash. People can get hurt. People could even get killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics.
4: Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk-driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk-driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Many people are unaware that driving while high can be just as dangerous. In 2015, 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs. Not so harmless after all, is it? And get this, from 2007 to 2015, marijuana use amongst drivers killed in crashes doubled. The truth is driving while high is deadly.
0: So stop kidding yourself. If you're impaired from alcohol or drugs, don't get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, let's get to our good buddy, uh, one of the premier voices in college football, I think one of the smartest people in the sport. He's he's written some fantastic books. I encourage you to go check those out, and you can find him uh, each and every week uh, with the Fox Sports crew, one of our good buddies here. Here's our chat with Bruce Feldman. He's going to be out at the Texas-Maryland game uh, doing his thing on the sideline. Bruce, thanks for taking some time for us today, buddy.
1: Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since our one of our favorite things uh, in the college football world from a scouting perspective is your freaks list that came out, uh, gosh, it's been middle of July. So I'm taking you back before we get into looking at some of these games here week one. Um, I'm looking at the list, Bruce, and right at the very top, you have a defensive lineman uh, from Michigan, Rashawn Gary, that most, most folks know a little bit about.
1: Yeah. You know what? He was in that class with Ed Oliver, and it was a loaded class that came out three years ago. And... and most of those guys have panned out or exceeded expectations but with Gary. You see the numbers, the biggest areas I think he's really kind of grown is just in his agility and everything else. Cause everybody you talk to would, would kind of rave about all of his development and kind of coming out of high school, probably more advanced than most kids. He's in a great system with Don Brown. I mean, those guys just rack up tackles for loss. Mostly they do from, uh, you know, the second level, but Whatever you want to question about how good Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are going to be this year, their defense, I think, is going to be really nasty, and Rashawn Gary's a big reason why.
4: You know, and thinking about defenses, I, I want to talk about the kid from Houston, Ed Oliver. Um, Ed Oliver is someone, to me, that is kind of fascinating to have a five-star recruit stay local and to go to a school that would be, be deemed to be a smaller school. What have you found out about him when you dig around and talk to coaches about him?
1: You know, it's funny. Last week, I was in uh, at Texas and had dinner with a longtime NFL scout, and we talked about who was as advertised. And he said the the guy who really jumps off the screen is that Oliver. You know, I don't know if he's six three. I mean, I've been around him. I'm not. He's not
0: six three. I can yeah. tell you
1: that. <laughs> yeah, if he's six three, I think you guys might be six three. I mean, he's probably closer to six one. Um, But just the tenacity and the effort, he is from the time he came out of high school, I think he was they always said he was great with his hands and just really explosive. And he has played some high level teams, but you know, week in and week out, that's been a question mark. Our crew at Fox has him week three against Texas Tech. Now that's not a great a great opponent, but just to see him in person, you're gonna see him at Arizona, he's gonna play power five teams. It's just not like he's going to play power five teams where he's going to see, you know, if he went up against UTEP last year, he probably would have had a better test going up against Will Hernandez than anything he's seen some of these some of these schools he's going to face. But I just think you have to love the explosiveness, the effort, the determination, and he's put that program on his back and to some degree tried to put that city on his back. So whether he is you know, the short defensive line deluxe guy of Aaron Donald or not. I mean, you guys would be a much better gauge on that than me. But, uh, I mean, I I just think he can't can't win a Heisman there. But word is out, I mean, whether he's at a group of five or a power five. And I'm sure he's going to get double and triple teams, so we won't probably see him put up like 30 tackles for loss. But if he does, he might be able to get invited to New York. The school is smart. They did their little bobblehead with the horse uh, gimmick. And a lot of the national media has fell in love
0: with that. Oh, that's phenomenal. I love that. And, and look, he's he's somebody I think you, the scout you were talking to hit on the head is there's certain guys you do not have to consult the uh, the program to find out who you're watching. You just pop on the tape of it, Oliver, and you figure out who he is in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Uh, Bruce, the uh, the start of the season here. We've had last week, I don't really count that, uh, as, as thrilling as those games were. Uh, this week it really cranks up. So predict the future here. What's name? give me a couple names of guys that – aren't necessarily household names for, uh, for for NFL fans that are following college football and looking towards a draft, but maybe uh, maybe a couple names after this weekend's games that, that scouts are buzzing about and, and, and we're going to be talking about here.
1: Well, we're going to have some marquee kind of matchups, so there's going to be an LSU-Miami game. I'm curious as to – got a good game within a game here between Amon Richards, who doesn't have a great quarterback in Miami, against Greedy Williams at, at LSU as a ball-hawking defensive back. I think that could be a fun matchup. Um, Amon Richards is pretty dynamic. I mean, again, he doesn't have a great quarterback to throw to, but we'll see some some stuff from there. Also in that game, two really good linebackers. Devin White, tackling machine for LSU for the running back. Yeah, he's good, and that's a really good defense that that Dave Aranda has. On the other side, Shaq Quarterman. I think Miami's got a really good front seven, so keep an eye there. Uh, You know, Auburn. I think Jared Stidham to me is the, is probably the most impressive of the senior quarterbacks, and he's going to get a really good secondary. He's going to have to go up against two really good cornerbacks that, that Chris Peterson has at Washington. Jimmy Lake does a does a phenomenal job with those DBs. You know, if they if they if they give it to Auburn because that's like a de facto home game for the Tigers. Keep an eye on on some of the the guys on that defense, especially in the secondary from Washington that we're, we're going to hear about Byron Murphy. Not a really big cornerback. Keith Taylor is a big cornerback who I think is is kind of bubbling underneath the surface in Seattle there. So those are ones to keep an eye on. Uh, very curious. We talked about Michigan a little bit with Notre Dame. You know, Michigan's defense, really good against, you know, you lose Notre Dame, lost a great old line coach and two great old linemen. So will this be like a feast or famine kind of days there for Rashawn Gary? And I think some, you know, some of those guys on that Michigan defense, Chase Winovich, I think is going to put up a lot of sacks this year, a lot of tfl I don't know if the NFL loves him in terms of measurables, but he's really productive, and I think he could he could have a big, big first weekend.
4: You know, I heard you talk about a quarterback, the guy that you like the most being Jared Stenham, but the guy that I like a lot, I know you've been around a lot, has been Will Greer from West Virginia. What are your expectations from him heading into his final season?
1: Bucky, I think that offense is going to have a massive season because you got Will Greer, who is married with a kid, really good connection with that staff. He's mature. He's got three really good receivers. A lot of people talk about David Sills. Gary Jennings might be a better NFL prospect. He's big and physical. He's like 6'3", 215. Uh, they have a stable, a really good running back. I think they might have the best bookend tackle group between Colton McKivitts, really underrated, and Yadika Kajus, who is a former basketball player. Both guys are, both guys were former really good high school basketball players who developed under Joe Wickline. Uh, what's going to be fun about that offense is they have some tight ends to work with, and the why I would mention that, and this is going to be good for Will Greer, one of the things people loved about what uh, Lincoln Riley did at OU last year, yeah, Baker's phenomenal, great fit for Lincoln, but he had a couple of X-Factor guys Dimitri flowers was a really smart is a really smart football player with a fullback could do a lot of stuff with mismatches they also had some some kind of flex tight ends they could do some stuff with don't be surprised if, if Dana Holgerson and Jake Spavitol kind of do some stuff there with with a lot of the extra dimension guys they have. And that Will Greer is smart and can take advantage of those mismatches in the Big Twelve.
0: I'm excited to see how that offense comes together. I don't think they're going to see a whole lot of resistance in the Big Twelve once they get uh, once they get rolling. One uh, one team that came up to me when talking with a, a veteran buddy, it's been the uh, been the NFL for a long time. Bruce, is, he said he'd just gone through Wisconsin, and he said. I, they're, they're, he said they're good enough to win the whole thing. He said the offensive line is is the best in the country by by a good margin. The running backs legit. They've got guys on defense. Uh, when you look at uh, this is somebody that had been around uh, Leonard as well as I have during uh, during our time there in Baltimore and said that Jim Leonard's a star as a defensive coordinator. He said, I just think people were kind of were maybe a little bit surprised when Wisconsin came in ranked preseason number four. This guy thinks they got a chance to win the whole thing. Bruce, is that is that crazy?
1: I don't think it's crazy, you know, like, well, look, they have some issues with receivers off the field and we'll see how that plays out. But if their quarterback, Alex Horner, played like he did in the bowl game against a really athletic Miami defense, he lit them up. They're dangerous because they have the best offensive line in the country. And that running back you're talking about, Jonathan Taylor, he's on my freaks list. You know, you look at the numbers that he did within that program in terms of just, you know, 10 yard burst. I mean, it's, it's, Top's what, like, Saquon and some other freaky athletes have done. This is a kid who almost went to an Ivy League school. He's that smart. And when he got there, I talked to some of the older players in the program, and they were like, man, this kid is – he doesn't even know how good he is. And so you have that, as you mentioned. You know, they got a big uh, athletic nose tackle. three 340-pound guys doing, like, splits in midair and, and backflips really athletic, explosive guy in the middle of the defense. The linebackers are good. The linebackers have been good for a long time, no matter the defense has that kind of spark is going on there. And I think the, one of the biggest factors of why they're so good, they know exactly what makes them good. Everybody in that program, every coach in that state, whether it's a head coach, in, in, in Paul Chris, or it's a high school coach there, they get the DNA of what makes that place work. And so I think they all believe in it. And you sprinkle that with a lot of really good athletes, they're dangerous. I mean, their schedule is going to be a lot tougher this year because the way the Big Ten schedule sets up. Lots of tough road games for them against some really good opponents.
4: You know, I don't think this game is necessarily a upset in the making, but I am curious about Florida Atlantic and what Lane Kiffin is doing there. I know he has a new offensive coordinator, Charlie Weiss, Jr., how much do you expect things to change down there?
1: You know, it's still Lane show. I mean, he had Kendall Bryles. It was still Lane show. I mean, he's going to take feedback and all. But first of all, Devin Singletary, the running back there, I, I was there a couple weeks ago. I asked Lane, would you guys have recruited him in Alabama? He goes, no. You know, he, measurables wise he's not that big. But he, he may be the best player on the field when they play in Norman this weekend. Uh, he's got some talented quarterbacks. He's got two really good receivers, one transfer from Texas, the other – from West Virginia. Those guys can really roll. Uh, on on defense, number two is a good linebacker on blanking on his name. He could play in the SEC. I don't know if they have enough big people to keep it going for four quarters there, but I think they're dangerous, and I think it's going to be a lot closer than the people in Vegas think it will be.
0: Last question for me, Bruce, and I'll let you roll. I mean, it's a, it's a really good slate of games here. We've talked a little bit about Auburn and Washington. You've got Notre Dame and Michigan. That'll be fun. I mean, shoot, just, just Lane Kiffin. Uh, going to take on Oklahoma will be great as well. But I think the the country is, is pretty united in this one, and that's uh, App State-Penn State. Penn State. Um, when we get into that one, Bruce, what do you want to do afterwards? Like, should I call you to celebrate? Should I text you? Do you want me to leave you a voicemail? I, I mean, I'll probably be overly excited. I just don't want to throw
1: you off your game on a work day. You know, you know, what you should do DJ. You should go into into this big NFL Network bank account and give some money to Scott Satterfield because people are going to try to pull him out <laughs> of because they know he's a really good X and O's coach. We saw what happened a couple of years ago when they had Tennessee on the ropes. Uh, you know, the East Carolina job may come open <laughs> this year, and if they were able to, that's a step down. Why. That's a step down, Bruce. We're not leaving App State to go to ECU. Whoa, whoa, whoa. E- the e- Pirates? Come on, oh, hold out one. for AC- it, ACC. I don't know why he didn't get even a sniff from some of these SEC jobs because he's a really, really good accident O's guy. He's, I think he's like uh, thirty and nine the last three years there. People know. Uh, I guess the question is how hard would they recruit? If I don't even know, that's yeah. the only thing I've ever heard. You know, as a skepticism, I'm surprised nobody has has not like really knocked on his door. So, so, you know what, DJ? You need to be thankful for as long as you got your guy there. I
0: know <laughs> the if they if they beat
1: out. if they pull
0: this off and beat Penn State, it'll be very bittersweet because it'll be a, a a brief celebration before we uh, we wish coach the best as he moves on to some ACC or SEC gig.
1: Yeah, look, North Carolina. I mean, it's a North Carolina guy. Larry Fedora is on the hot seat. Oh, he's
4: not on no. the hot seat. He's not on the hot seat. He signed that big deal. We can't get rid of him even. Uh, though a bunch of (laughs) alums would love to. We're just kind of
1: stuck. uh, Bucky, let me ask you this. Like, how many games does he need to win to not be on the hot seat this year?
4: I I just thought the contract had locked him in. I mean, I think people are growing tired of the act. Um, He's always kind of sniffed around for new jobs when he has success. So we always felt like... He thought Carolina was a stepping stone, which is fine. Like um,
1: basketball school go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that so that might be the best. That might be the best job that opened this winter. And
4: and and if it does, because it really is a good job. You just have to understand what it is. Like Carolina is always going to be a basketball school, but it doesn't prohibit you from having a good football team. With him, I think he hasn't done a great job of capitalizing on when he had great offensive personnel that went to the league to fortify the recruiting ranks. And then when you just have the suspensions and stuff, they just don't have enough marquee guys, and they haven't paid enough attention to defense.
1: I will leave you with this one thing: a basketball school last winter got the best head coach in the head coaching market and beat Florida and Tennessee and whoever else you know wanted to Chip. get Chip Kelly. So, there you go. Yep. So don't sell North Carolina football lightly, Bucky.
4: No, not at all. I just think I just <laughs> think it's funny. Hey,
0: if 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 North Carolina hires Scott Satterfield. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I might have to go get one of those fake degrees from North Carolina and just change sides, you know, Bruce. I might have to switch it up.
1: What have I done? What have I done? What have I done?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have a blast. Uh, Texas, Maryland. I'm excited to see this Texas football team. Maryland, obviously – They've had a, a, a brutal offseason. I'm sure you'll have to touch on that stuff uh, as you get out
1: there, Bruce. But we appreciate hey, your – keep an eye on Gary Johnson, number 33 at Texas. He's going to make a ton of tackles. He can really run.
0: Oh, I love that. Dropping a little nugget on the way out the door. Hey, Bruce, we appreciate your friendship, buddy. Let's catch up soon.
1: All right, sounds great. Thank you, guys. See you, bud.
0: Bruce always, keep uh, dropping little nuggets on the way out the door. He right? knows so much. Uh, he's dialed so in. So many different names. Programs. He's so good with names. That's one thing I got. You know, as we get through in the middle of the season, I'll have more names in my memory bank. He knows names of all these dudes very early on in the process, and uh, I always enjoy chatting with uh, with our good buddy Bruce. Can't beat him. All right, are we? Uh, have we reached that moment in the show here? Are we picks, Sully? Let's do there. it.
2: Let's get it going, baby. Oh
0: man. Uh, by the way, um, we're introducing something new. We got the music. So, we've got, for those that didn't listen to the show last year, we do this every week. We pick the top 10 college games. The top 10 college games are picked by our buddy Kent, who's uh, who's joined us here today. Kent, are you mic'd up back there? Yes, I am. All right, Kent, I'm ready to go. Two time champ. Uh, smiling, giggling back there, Buck. Very confident. And I think maybe he's confident because he picks the games, and he puts us in a bad spot with our alma maters. Uh, I and think so. And it's continued so. for another year. He's put our alma maters on here, forced us to pick them, even though I'm going to be right this week. You are?
4: You feel it this the week?
0: Upset. I feel the upset coming. But something new this week is we learned that in our midst uh, we have, I don't know, the maybe the best voice in NFL media. Oh, man. Cam. 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 So we're going to have cam. Cam a cam call. We're going to start this thing called a cam call. So one of your games that you pick, Buck, You can, you can, Cam comes out of the bullpen and he can give a call. Um, It's just, it's like speaking something into existence. Call a play that's going to happen in the game that's going to help you win. You ready? I love it. All right. Well, let's start off here. The big two point game of the week Washington and Auburn. Uh, Kent has gone with the fighting Chris Petersons. Sully is feeling the Auburn Tigers. He's very much an SEC loyalist. Uh, Let's let's give him the floor here, Buck. What do you think? that's,
4: That's unbelievable that he just can. I mean, I would think that.
0: I like Jared Siddow. I, mean, I
2: agree with Bruce Feldman. I really um, like that guy.
4: You have a bias. We,
0: such a bias. because we met such him out a, there. Well, we met such him such at a blind spot. And and, yep. Such a blind spot. I did. Spot. First sight. We, we, uh,
2: we yeah. had a nice chat about Whataburger and how it's superior to In-N-Out, and he's a dang good quarterback on the side too. So I like Whataburger, but it's not. Superior In-N-Out.
0: I like it. Yes, you can like superior both. Superior to In-N-Out? Are 100%. We don't want to do this now, Buck. We don't want to go down this road. We don't want to do this. All right, who are you picking and why? I'm picking you, Doug. Why?
4: Chris Peterson, the coach. That's it. The coach has had all offseason to pick apart Auburn. You remember when Boise used to beat everybody at the beginning of the year because of the extra opportunity to dig into it? I think he is going to give Auburn fits. I think this is going to be a two-touchdown win for UW. Whoa.
0: Whoa. Kent, you putting your finger up back there? What One are you doing? thing
4: you got to remember,
2: Auburn, this is their third straight game it's at the, uh, same the same stadium. Same they lost
4: the previous
0: two. And they
2: lost the last two. I think I I'm st- with Bucky. I think UW U- wins by I a touchdown. Them.
4: I saw I saw them. I saw
0: them lose the UCF. I was not here's the thing. Impressed. Um Washington's offensive line got a chance to be one of the better ones when healthy, but their best offensive lineman is coming off of an injury. I don't think he's at 100% and this is not the defensive line you want to be facing when you are not at 100% and this comes down look, I love the secondary uh, that the Huskies have. They lost they lose Vita Vea. I don't think they got some good players up front. They do not have another Vita Vea. I like their secondary a lot, but I think they're going to get moved around a little bit up front by this Auburn group and this run game and this creative run attack that they have. And I also think when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, if we got quarterbacks, I trust Jared Stidham more than I trust Jake Browning. So I'm going to go with the Auburn Tigers there. So that same Auburn
4: front that moves people around could not move UCF off the ball.
0: They didn't want to be in that game. I mean, they were in the game. I mean, they mean, they beat UCF. They beat Shaq. The,
4: Shaq, Shaq Griffin. And I want to say. Guys.
0: I know. Uh, at some point in time last year, this Auburn group. I think they dominated the Alabama Crimson Tide. Are they any good? Uh, they're okay. Yeah. And I also saw them dominate Georgia the first time. Then they ran out of gas. Got a you're little
4: only, beat up. You only as good as your last one.
0: No, they're gonna be fine. Uh, I, I like Auburn in that one. Plus, it's basically a home game there in Atlanta. Uh, so there you go. Kent's going Washington. Bucky's going Washington. Me and Sully. One and We we'll ride one together. We ride together, buddy. One and o. All right. Michigan. Notre Dame. Another oh, – we got two two-pointers. I, did, I just realized this. Two two-pointers. Kent is going with Notre Dame because he's a homer. He picks Notre Dame to win every single week. Uh, Sully is going with Michigan. I am going with Michigan. I think – and Bruce said it. I think Michigan has is going to have the best defense in the country. Uh, they are loaded on defense. And I think they get after the fighting Irish. And I like Michigan to win this game. What do you like? I'm going with Michigan. Are you? There you go. Come on now,
4: Shea Patterson Day. Shea Day is that the title of the article? Shea Day. Yeah, I think Shea Patterson is going to have an outstanding game. I think this is debut. Look, Michigan has not had a big time quarterback. He is the first big time quarterback they've had in a long time. Need a good
0: quarterback. They don't even need a big time quarterback. He's going to be solid. I'm not not
4: saying he's a world beater, but I just think he gives them options. I think they're balanced and their young wide receivers are explosive and dynamic. I think we'll see that be the difference.
0: All right, I uh. I'm with you on that one. We're together. All right, let's get to a big one. Sunday night, uh, the Canes, Miami, and LSU. Man, Man this is like, a good slate of games here. Week I, I'm, one. I'm just Kent, under- again, always going to take Notre Dame. Always going to take Miami. He has he he struggles when they play each other. Last year, he didn't sleep that whole week when uh, Miami played Notre Dame. But I, he's going with the U. And I, uh, I just can't Sully understand. likes the U. And Man. who are you going with?
4: Is this is this the '80s and '90s? Like. What Miami team are we seeing that's, that's going to be so hot? They I'm were hot last to, I'm year. To out.
0: They were hot last year. By
4: Man, the way, give me LSU. You, oh, you give me LSU. LSU. I was going to say before. No, give me LSU. Because you're going lone wolf. Because I'm, I'm going to go with wolf. Miami. Yeah. I'm going
0: Miami. Like that. Come on. I was going with Mark Rick. Like, think, uh, by think, the way, I think you're all the
4: got in the uniform. You
0: want to give your? You want to get a Greedy Williams cam call in here? Oh, come on, Cam. Give me some
4: with Greedy Williams.
3: Yes, sir.
2: I
1: can do that. So I have the matchup against Miami here, and coming out it will be. The University of Miami single back formation feature back in James play action three step drop looking to oh. his left firing oh, here you come. is my guy see it. intercepted by Green oh, to red the play in the slot he accelerates down <laughs> the far sideline weaves back in between the hashes <laughs> no one can catch him ten five touchdown
0: LSU that is a cam call. I think oh, this I is know. the best edition of the podcast we've ever had. The camp right. call is in the is in the mix. I Agreed. love that. Greedy Williams. I, I almost it. want to change my pick.
4: I like it. 3 and 0. I'm 3 and 0 right now. I'm looking at my thing. I'm 3 0. All right. All right. You're going sheep. with
0: LSU. Uh, let's get sheep. to uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State. Can't go with Florida State. Uh, Sully Virginia Tech. I'm riding with Ken on this one. Florida State to me. Right, look, we'll see uh, the Willie Taggart tech get underway. I like uh, DeAndre Francois getting the nod. I like that. People forget he played at a pretty high level when he was healthy two years ago. I he mean, bounces back. Florida State, I like him big in this one. Come we, on, we, we, Florida we,
4: State. Florida State. Yeah. Willie tagging and them, they put their hands on our Virginia Tech.
0: Yeah, Sully. 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 Sully,
4: likes Sully. Sully wanted Fuentes to come back and be Tennessee's coach at one point. I think that's what it was.
0: Come on. All right. This one we don't need to take much time on. Alabama and Louisville. Kent, Bama, Sully, Bama. I'm going Bama. All across the board. All Bama. Yeah. All right. Last year's Bucky would have picked Louisville.
4: Yeah. I'm not playing around this year. Don't
0: be last year. This is like uh, Bucky, like DirecTV Bucky and Cable Bucky. Yeah. We're trying to get DirecTV Bucky this year. Yeah.
4: No, no, no. We're. We're, we're locked and loaded. We're yeah. focused. We're uh, focused.
0: All right. Sully, we're going to – oh, I'm looking at these picks. you got to be kidding me. West Virginia against Tennessee. Kent uh, picking West Virginia. Uh, Sully, who went to Tennessee, also picking West Virginia. That is gross. I'm picking West Virginia because I didn't go to Tennessee, so I can actually be objective here. Uh, and the fact that Sully won't ride with his alma mater, that's, that's embarrassing. So it's I, only, it's I, only it's a, one I pick
2: against an SEC team. I'm biased, and, and I, I can't win there. And yeah. then I went to Tennessee, SEC team, pick I mean, against no, them. No, be can't loyal. Win there
0: either. You're more, this is what is wrong with the SEC. You're more loyal even to your conference than you are to your own school.
2: No, 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 no. I could care less about that conference. I'm trying to win, Y'all. Y'all. Yo. Trying to win.
0: How, what, trying best. to what happens? back to W. And so how best. do you celebrate it if Tennessee pulls this thing off? I'm celebrating. There's no way you celebrate doesn't matter. You can't go out and get a, No, you just said you want to win. win.
4: You can't go out and get a beer if your team wins. Like you, you have pick to, you just them. have to just you just have to stay in. I think it's like you closer can't be out, than the experts think. You can't be at Rush think. It's You can't good. be anywhere popping bottles right. because your team won.
2: Popping so. bottles at rest. not <laughs> <street. laughs> I don't want to see any of that. I, think I do think it's closer than the experts think. <laughs> I think. I think it's, it's, yeah, 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 it's going to yeah. take a Will Greer That's, touchdown
0: late. I do think West Virginia is going to beat the brakes off them. What do you think? Oh
4: man, they may put half a hundred on them. They might. What about second half?
0: You know who put? You know who put thirty
2: six points on West Virginia last year? Kansas. Whoa. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee's offense is going to establish themselves Who's on the, the ground.
4: Who's the quarterback?
2: It's going to be Garantano. Pick him. Who?
4: Garantano. Oh, pick him. been. Can, can I get six points on this one? Pick him. Uh, yeah, pick him. <laughs>
0: why, why don't you pick your boys? West Virginia. Last chance. Nope. Yeah. You can still change your
4: pick. It's going to be
2: Wilger. Wilger. Wilger show. That oh. secondary
0: cannot stop him. Don't Ooh. ever. Don't you ever wear any of that Tennessee gear in here ever yeah. again. You don't you, even ride so, with him. Yes. Don't even ride with him.
4: <laughs> Man, do you remember how happy he was See, when got the trying, job? I'm trying to bully these remember guys. Remember how happy he was when got the job? He it's like, going to take a couple years, boys. He was, like, yeah. he was like, a couple years. He
0: is country, yeah. by the way. Very much so.
2: He grew up 45 minutes from where Fulmer's from on the Tennessee border.
0: Yeah. We got to get some audio of him after the game. All right. Yeah. His Yeah, he does have some nice saving heights. There's but, no L in high school. Yeah, it is, it is, he is country. <laughs> um, all right, this is a sneaky good game of the week. A game last year, San Diego State won against Stanford. This is a Friday night special. Kent's rolling with Stanford. Sully's rolling with Stanford. I, If it's at San Diego State, I might go San Diego State. San Diego State's got a good offensive line. they got a lot of pieces in place there. I, I would have maybe leaned to them double up, but it's at Stanford on the farm in front of – uh, I wouldn't say a raucous crowd, but it's it's not a home game. I'll just leave it at that. I'll go Stanford. What do you got?
4: I mean, that's easy. I'm going to Stanford. Stanford's been The Heis- The Bryce Love the Heisman Stanford. campaign kicks off? Or? I think it needs to kick off. You know, hopefully he's healthy. The ankle is right. But, yeah, this is a big game. Stanford's been pointing to this one. San Diego State knocked them off last year. I think they have their attention. I think they get beat down. That's the name we're going to be talking
0: about after this game is not Bryce Love. It's going to be Caden Smith, the tight end from Stanford. Caden
4: Smith is real. I like him.
0: He's nice. All right. FAU, Oklahoma. We, we look Sully. Kent, myself, we all go Oklahoma. Last, I'm with Oklahoma. last year's Bucky would have gone FAU. Oklahoma. This is a new Bucky.
4: Come on, really conservative right now.
0: All right, you're going with really that. Really conservative. All right, then uh, then we get to this game where this is a, Alma this, mater love. This is a difference between me and uh, me and Sully here. Penn State is a wow, three touchdowns plus uh, uh, expectation that they win this game. That's a nice way of saying it, right? Expectation. Can't, can't get in trouble for that. Uh, App State, Penn State. Of course, uh, Sully and Kent going with Penn State. I do not ever go against the alma mater because we've uh, won a lot more than we've lost. We came close against Tennessee a couple years ago, as Bruce alluded to. Uh, This is the year we're due. And this is, uh, man, I hate, I don't feel great about going up against a veteran quarterback like McSorley. That makes me a lot nervous. Not a little nervous, a lot nervous. But App State, Buck, I'm going to roll with them, rolling with them. And you know why? Because I've got a cam call waiting for you. Before you make your pick, let me get a cam call and see if this gets you – Potentially move your move your opinion here. Go ahead, Cam. Let it rip.
1: The Mountaineers in the lion's den as we start the third quarter of action. Trail by <laughs> 8, 21-13. It will be an I formation as the 22-year-old senior Jalen Moore will make his way out onto the field, clad him with his black top and yellow bottoms. I formation, strong right formation. it will be a handoff. Moore stutters toward the far right side of the field. we Will switch direction, go to the left side of the field. Reverses. Will wiggle back in between wiggle. two tackles. He has a little bit of space. Daylight is open for him. Rushes down the far side of the field. Yes. Turns on the thrusters. 15, 10, 5, and Jalen Moore wants some more.
0: <laughs> that had a WWE feel to it. Nice, Cam. I feel great. We're winning. That's it. That's a Cam call for you, Buck. I loved it. You gonna I do like it? That. Come on, join me! Come no, join. No, I can't. I can't. I'm going. Oh, you. I'm wild.
4: going with James Franklin in Penn State because I believe uh, Penn State is going to be in the playoff.
0: Oh, well, that's a bold take. Yeah, uh, you got a veteran quarterback. No one cares. No one cares. About I don't know, but I, I use my cam whatever. call properly. There is that not the best addition to the podcast. By <laughs> the way, that was awesome. Give me some feedback on social media if you're listening to this. How good the cam call is. He's gonna be like. He's gonna be like he's, the next Al Michaels, and he started right here on Move the Sticks. I loved, loved it. it. Uh, last game. Speaking of alma mater games, oh Bucky, don't do it to yourself. Uh, Kent's going Cal, Sully's going Cal, I'm going Cal. North Carolina at Cal. We've got three Cal. Look, I understand
4: it. There's a bias in here. I know there's a bias in the podcast studio. I know y'all don't like all things Carolina. I don't know what it was. I don't know what well, happened. You knocked Indiana as out little, of the as little a couple as years little ago. Tar Heels. I don't. I don't know. But, yeah, it's their basketball school. Yeah, or I'm, their
2: basketball team that gives me problems. Yeah, I'm.
4: A, I'm gonna continue to ride with the Tar Heels. I know we have a bunch of guys out. I think twelve guys are suspended for that. That's team, it. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're going to have some fresh new Jordans on. <laughs> yeah. we got some Jays on. And we're going to walk right through the Cow Bears. Right through them. Right through them.
0: Justin Wilcox, huh? Poop, poop, poop,
4: like they weren't even there. That's Bucky's lone wolf, another one. Come on. How about ah. that? 10-0. and 0. Man. Undefeated.
0: Bucky, you said you were going to do better.
4: I am. You said you're gonna try You said you're you gonna try. Come on, right at the top. Uh, right, so you got to come up with a penalty the penalty for losing this league. The only thing that I see Ooh, no, that's no, a little no. shaky. Maybe wear an ATN shirt around no, for no. a couple days. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the only game that's a little shaky that I could think
0: maybe the Michigan game. But outside of that, all these other ones are solid. Yeah, Locked I feel in. good. Well, see, uh, the, the Auburn one, I'm rolling with Auburn. It wouldn't surprise me if either and if either one of those teams won by like 17 points it wouldn't and shock then, me. And then just the way that.
4: You guys are going about it, man. Y'all have just handed Miami the, t- the turnover chain.
0: Do we want to – before we wrap up, do we want to make our uh, our playoff predictions here real quick? Who you're for? who your four teams are? I mean, we start with Alabama and Clemson. They both basically give – Like, I mean,
4: like, 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 I mean if, every, if everyone's going to go chalk, it's going to be Alabama, Clemson,
0: Georgia, and no, one, I, one, I, one I, other I've, team. I've got –
4: A Big Ten team, and I think that Big Ten team is Penn State.
0: Okay. I'm going to go – I'm going Bama. I'm going Clemson. I can't believe, I can't I'm going to go I Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Switch it up on you. In the four? Uh, Wisconsin's going to be the three seed. And then I need to get one more. Uh, one more team. I don't know who I want for my fourth team. Just no one out west. I kind of want to go. No one out west. I know, man. There's a Big Ten. They don't get two in. I, you know what? Give me, Give me the fighting Holgersons in there. Whoa. West Virginia. And the four. Oh yeah, I love that. West Virginia. Bullish on uh, Greer. Yeah, I'm in on Greer. Will Greer is a dude. Bama, Clemson, Wisconsin, West Virginia. What are the chances Well, Bama Bama's gonna get in? They don't play anybody. They're at home the whole season. They play road games anymore. They played an old That mess, would be I,
2: I think combined might have three hundred plus rushing yards against West Virginia in that t- in the in the semi. Bama. <laughs> <laughs> that, that defense
4: is so bad. Yeah,
0: you might be right. I don't feel great about those. Um, all right, did you make yours? Your four? Did you give me your four?
4: Oh yeah, so I went chalk. I went chalk. I went. The first three were the usual suspects. You put Georgia, Bama, in? Clemson, Georgia, and then Penn State is also in the party. Okay, there you
0: go. There you go. We made our playoff picks. What do you got, Kent? My four: Bama, Clemson, Wisconsin, and Washington. Those so are we've my got four. three of the same four then. Yep. Sully, you want to join in here? Same thing:
2: uh, Bama, Clemson, the Badgers, and uh, Georgia. That, that schedule is too easy. They're going to roll through that division. Yeah. So, uh, and I
0: like it. I like it. We were on the record here. And, uh, Kent, congratulations, two-time champ. Thank you for coming in today. Uh, thanks for putting together the picks. We do appreciate that. I think between the picks and this new cam call thing that we've got going on now, this is college the college shows are going to be fun this year. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, be sure to uh, to download, subscribe, tell a buddy. Uh, leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts. We do appreciate that. We've uh, had a lot of fun here on the show. All college football. We'll be back with, uh, with the NFL stuff, though, next week, so be sure to check that out every Tuesday, every Thursday during the football season. We've got you covered. Uh, also, a Monday. We've got once the regular season starts, we'll have a Monday pod as well, a little recap pod. So we'll have a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Thursday, three a week coming your way. Boys behind the glass, thank you so much. We've got uh, Sully, Kent, we've got Hytham, we've got Cam, we've got the whole crew back Whole now. crew. Thank you guys uh, for all your work, and uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week.
1: Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to NFL.com slash podcasts.